Hi, everybody. Jimmy DeYoung here. We're so glad that you could take a moment to join us for a look at the book. Today, we're going to be looking at the book of Jeremiah. What an exciting book. This book of Bible prophecy is available for you to read in your Bible. It has 52 chapters of detailed information about the end times. What a prophet he was. God selected Jeremiah not at the time of his birth, nor at the time of his conception. But in the mind of God in eternity past, Jeremiah was set aside to be a prophet to the nations. In fact, that's what chapter 1 says. Well, I'm getting ahead of myself. We're going to take a look at this book. We're going to study together in a few moments. And then you'll be able to find out how you can get your own copy of Jeremiah, A Unique Prophecy. He's a unique prophet as well. In fact, that's what we're going to be studying right now. A unique prophecy, a unique prophet, and a unique purpose. That's the first study as we come to our study of Jeremiah. Let's listen to the study right now, and then I'll tell you how you can get your own individual copy for your own personal study. Right now, let's study from the book of Jeremiah, a unique prophecy written by a unique prophet with a unique purpose. Jeremiah. Now, Jeremiah is one of the major prophets. And you're saying, well, how do you determine which are the major and the minor? Well, you know, I guess they conclude that Isaiah, Jeremiah, Daniel, and Ezekiel are the major prophets. And then all the rest are minor prophets, although the book of Zechariah, though it's, I guess, listed as a minor prophet, is basically more powerful than most of the other prophecies in the Old Testament. But uh, the major prophets, I guess, are the long ones. The minor prophets are the short ones. <laughs> I guess that's how the best way you can determine them. But let me tell you when these prophets prophesied. There was a period of time known as the Babylonian captivity. That was 586, well, actually starting in 605 and going to 539 B.C. That 605 is when Daniel and the three Hebrew children, Daniel and Ananias, Hazariah, and Mishael as their godly names, uh, they were taken into the Babylonian captivity, 605 B.C. They were there, of course, for 70 years, and that was the Babylonian captivity, and that was the beginning of the times of the Gentiles. That's a very important time in prophecy. The times of the Gentiles, the beginning, that's when the Gentiles moved to power, basically controlling Jerusalem and thus controlling the Jewish people having authority over these people, the times of the Gentiles. In fact, it is mentioned in a genealogy in Matthew chapter 1 from Abraham to Jesus Christ. Remember verse 17, compilation of all of Matthew 1, verse 17 says, And from Abraham to King David was 14 generations. From King David to the carrying away into the captivity was 14 generations. And from the carrying away of the captivity until Jesus Christ was 14 generations you can correct me, but I don't know any other genealogy in the entire Word of God that places an event in history within the confines that's supposed to be so-and-so begot so-and-so begot so-and-so. But not here in Matthew 1.17. From Abraham to David, 14 generations. David to the carried away into the captivity. That's 605 B.C. That's the Babylonian captivity. That's the beginning of the Gentile period, Gentile world powers coming into existence, the times of the Gentiles. Remember what Luke says in chapter 21, Jesus is the one being quoted as on the Mount of Olives, he gives the Olivet Discourse, and he said that Jerusalem will be trodden down until the times of the Gentiles be complete. Now, when is the times of the Gentiles going to be completed? 
If this mic stand represented the next event in God's calendar of activities, the rapture of the church, and this was a seven-year period of time before you come to the next main event represented by this pulpit, the second coming of Jesus Christ, see, the rapture, the seven-year tribulation, the second coming of Christ, the times of the Gentiles will conclude when Jesus Christ comes back and goes into Jerusalem and sets up his kingdom. He defeats the Gentile world powers, one of the reasons for the tribulation period. But the times of the Gentiles, now there were two prophets that prophesied during that Babylonian captivity, beginning the times of the Gentiles, Daniel and Ezekiel. Both of them were in the Babylonian captivity. Daniel taken in 605, and then Ezekiel taken with about 10,000 other Jewish people in 597 into Babylon, actually into the Chabar River, which is a tributary outside of the Euphrates, not very far from Babylon itself. But that was the period of time that these two prophets prophesied, Daniel and Ezekiel, during the Babylonian captivity. After the Babylonian captivity, there were three prophets that prophesied, and the last three of the Old Testament, Haggai, Malachi, and uh, Zechariah. Those three prophets prophesied after the Babylonian captivity. All the rest of the prophets prophesied prior to the Babylonian captivity, Jeremiah being one of those. Jeremiah almost moved in. In fact, some scholars believe that possibly Jeremiah's prophecy continued into the Babylonian captivity, and we're not absolutely sure how he died. He did not go to Babylon, by the way. He was actually forced to go down into Egypt, and there probably he was killed by someone that took him down there. We're not absolutely positive about how all of that concluded, at least the scholars I read are not. But we find out that Jeremiah is prophesying just prior to the Babylonian captivity. Here in chapter 1, we see the information. The words of Jeremiah, the sons of Hilkiah, of the, uh, the priest that lived in the area of the tribe of Benjamin, about three miles northeast of the city of Jerusalem, to who the word of the Lord came in the names of Josiah. Josiah, the last great king of Judah, now, let me again, I'm trying to give you a little bit of background as we begin our study so you'll find out where we are in time that Jeremiah is prophesying. In fact, where he was prophesying 2,500 years ago had similar circumstances as to what we have today, basically, if you stop to think about it. There's nothing new under the sun, Solomon said. But uh, Josiah probably came into his heyday about 625 years, 27 years before the birth of Jesus Christ. 625 B.C., around that area. That's when Jeremiah started to prophesy. Jeremiah would prophesy then at least to the carrying away of the captivity of all the Jewish people, 586 B.C., for about a 40-year period of time. Jeremiah is going to prophesy leading into the Babylonian captivity. As we look at the book of Jeremiah, there are 52 chapters. The first chapter is an introduction and the call of the prophet Jeremiah. The last chapter is a rehearsal of the destruction of the city of Jerusalem, proof basically to tell us that the prophecies that God gave to Jeremiah actually were fulfilled. Now, Jeremiah did not write chapter 52 of the book of Jeremiah. A couple of speculative, well, sanctified speculation, I guess, as to who wrote that, Baruch, who was... His penman uh, that took care, his scribe, took, taking care of writing down information on the prophecies, 
is one possibility. The other possibility, and probably I would lean this way, would be the author that wrote the book of 2 Kings, 1 Kings and 2 Kings, and we don't know who that was. We have really no knowledge of who it was. All we do know that he was inspired by the Spirit of God to pin the words, a record of that period of time covered in First and Second Kings. So we have now then from chapter 2 to chapter 51 of the book of Jeremiah, judgment. From chapter 2 to chapter 45 of the book of Jeremiah, it's judgment against Judah. And throughout here, except for about four chapters, which is, I call it uh, a, a, the uh, messages of consolation for the Jewish people, and we'll dig into it a little bit. But for those chapters, from 2 to 45, message against Judah. You understand Judah and Israel, don't you? About uh, maybe 400 years before this happened, the 12 tribes of Israel divided into two parts. Ten went in the north under uh, Jeroboam. They were known as Israel. They were headquartered in Dan and Bethel, basically in Dan, the northern border of Israel. Two stayed in the south. They were headquartered in Jerusalem, and they were known as Judah. That was Benjamin and Judah, the two tribes that stayed. The other ten tribes were in the north. And so there was a division of the two tribes. 722, the Assyrians come in and take the ten tribes in the north into captivity. Now we're about a hundred years later, 625, 26, 27, somewhere along there, Josiah, the last great king of Judah, is now in charge, and Jeremiah comes to the scene as a prophet. As we look now, and that kind of lays out the land where we are, as we look at the book of Jeremiah, let me talk about three things this morning with you. A unique prophecy, a unique prophet, and a unique purpose. First of all, let's look at some of the unique prophecies. Now, some of them I'll deal a little bit with this morning as we go through Jeremiah, and then later throughout the week I'll deal with some of the others. Jeremiah, a unique prophecy. That's the title of a five-hour audio series on CD that is available for you. If you were blessed by the study of God's Word in these last few moments, the entire study will be a blessing to you as well, and it'll help you understand the times in which we're living. Jeremiah, A Unique Prophecy, this five-hour audio series on CD, is available for you to purchase to have your own individual study. Why don't you call our toll-free number? It's 877-674-3298. That's 877-674-3298. Make your order that way. Or you can go to the website, prophecytoday.com, go to our shopping mall, and you'll be able to make your order of this five-hour audio series on CD entitled, Jeremiah, A Unique Prophecy. By the way, as you study through the book of Jeremiah and any of the prophetic books that we have opportunity to study together, you'll understand that we're living in the last days. And I believe that the rapture of the church could take place at any moment. In fact, in the next moment. And having said that, there's nothing left for me to say, except let's keep looking up until... 